0: It's the Uphix podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host. Thank me later. And you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic. In welcome to Offland. Grab your opix man. On your way, and the doll hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuck in
1: Offix. Welcome, fellow Uplanders to an exciting episode of the Epics Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening? I'm doing
0: good. An exciting episode, eh?
1: I think I can call it exciting. I, you I mean, know
0: what? I was actually going to give you permission, given, given the content. And given, I'm going to give you credit here, for the first time, I think, in podcast history, you texted me earlier today. And pre like, you're like, Hey, this is the content I want to review and got some feedback and and did some riffing ahead of time. So, you know, way to end uh, the year on a high note.
1: Yeah. But then you're still busting my balls and call me T Davis and told me to settle down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you were getting a bit, I was like, okay, cool. Send me a couple things. And then you were like interviewing me. Like who the hell are you? Diane Sawyer. Calm down. We'll do it on the show.
1: (laughs) I just wanted you to be prepared. I mean, there it's was true. There was a lot of content thrown at us.
0: No, I'm glad that you sent that to me. Um, there was so much content. It's going to be a good show for sure.
1: Yeah, and not only do we have all that to cover, we do have uh, Edan here with us, one of the immortal founders of Upland, and he will join us here in a couple minutes. And it was it was going to start out as the 2021 year in review of everything in upland and on the podcast and then they hit us with just this knowledge bomb of things that will be rolling out here it looks like in a short period of time so it wasn't even like a roadmap it was it was you know here's what's coming and it's going to come pretty quick so very excited for that for sure and this is episode 112. T. Davis and B. Dag recorded an episode this week. So if you have oh,
0: not, <laughs> those jerkheads.
1: I know you wanted to finish on episode 111 to finish out 2021. One 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 one. Yep. But <laughs> hey, you know it's uh they titled it Brooklyn Part Two. So go ahead and check that out. And the views and information and opinions expressed on the Epics Podcast are solely of those. Myself, thank me later. In any guest of the podcast here today, they do necessarily represent and reflect those of <laughs> gonna, Upland Me Inc.
0: <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say that. I was like, "Well, wait, hold on." Our guest does actually speak for Upland.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm all over it. I mean, as much as you think I'm unprepared, but yeah, all over <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> we are not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties, legits, or any other NFTs inside the game to buy and sell are not financial advice, and please do your own research first. So, uh, wow, I just turned and looked, and Scruff was showing us a picture of his floor. It looked like, got to love the live audience. Um, mm,
0: I think somebody must have like uh, said that, uh, probably in the uh, cafe would be my guess
1: <laughs> yeah you can thank tm for that but this is oh. being <laughs> this is being recorded on december 30th 2021 uh two days before the wonderful new year you got big plans for new year's eve new year's day
0: um no no just gonna gonna hang out and relax' gonna be a uh, too old for new year's you New Year's st- is a is a young people's holiday.
1: Yeah, you still bacheloring it?
0: No, no. The lady came home uh, yesterday um, with our puppy, and so I'll uh, be just hanging with them. That'll um, be nice.
1: Oh, very nice. I like it. You happy to have your dog back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't... I can't.
0: I can't. I was going to say something, me, but yes, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad. We- My dog is back. What about you? What are you doing uh, for the new year's
1: Uh, families? A couple of friends have coming over with their kids and we're doing a a toast to new years at eight o'clock for the kids and we'll kick them out and try to get the bed kids to bed, but uh, they want to stay up late. So great. We'll see what happens.
0: Well, I mean, come on. That's like the best part as a kid like new year's. You're like, can we make it to midnight? Like, I mean, I think it's pretty fun.
1: Uh, My kids can now, unfortunately
0: oh they can can. so you're like okay this isn't fun anymore you can actually stay until midnight and uh, we kind of want to party so nighty night
1: right now i've uh i broke up with booze about uh, a month ago so it's pretty clean uh clean what get out of here yeah just uh we needed a little break we're on a break so that's fair
0: yeah that would exp- explain why you didn't have the uh, your standard rosy cheats on, on the past couple interviews we've done.
1: Oh, 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 oh
0: wow. <laughs> it was <a> Santa-like glow.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on now. now. Now you're painting a horrible picture now. <laughs> All right. But anyway. On with the show. I know you guys don't want to hear much about that. Everybody wants to get into... uh, I
0: know. We're like, this is the best, most amazing, fun-packed information show ever. Let's talk about our holiday plans for like 30 minutes, eh?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, did you know we did 82 episodes this year in 2021?
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not know that.
1: Yeah. So...
0: That's pretty Man, good. That means we were slacking in twenty twenty. I guess we started we didn't we started like halfway.
1: Yeah, we started up halfway with the two episodes and they weren't published every week. So that's all right. Nice. It's not bad at all. But with no further ado, we'll bring on uh one of the immortal founders of Upland, Edan. How are we doing this evening, Edan? And
2: happy New Year. How good, how are you guys?
1: Uh, happy new year. Doing pretty well.
2: Thanks, yeah, I got to tip. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you that that opening theme does not get old. So shout out to Mars <laughs> Utah again for the hundredth time.
1: Right,
0: R- right. That song gets me jazzed every single time I hear it. Every single
2: time. I, I will say I was promised a rock song uh, about Upland, but you know, still waiting. Just saying. that's true. That's, that's true. true.
1: We got to get with the nasty hooks, and uh, we got to find. Uh, yeah, we, we do got to make that happen. Now, thank you so much for uh, taking time out to uh, join us. And uh, we did want to bring you on for the recap of 2021, hit the highlights of Upland, in which you and the Upland team were proud about. What is the biggest thing you guys are, were proud about in 2021?
2: Wow. I mean, are you are you like Ace Ventura fans? You know, the thing where he like takes a guest there and, you know, spits out. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I, I, how do you want to take it? You want to take it KPIs, features, like the the business, like it's it's, it's all over the place. Uh,
0: I mean, just give us the highlight reel, then. Like, what are some of the? Things I mean, that- listen,
2: there's a ret- there's a returning motive. Uh, you know, when we look at uh, 2021, and you know, everything just grew like 20x. Whenever you know, some some something's a bit less, something a bit more. But you're talking about, you know, the, the amount of people that uh, participate, the amount of stakeholders in Upland, the amount of uh, property owners and, and people above Uplander status, the amount of transactions, uh, just the amount of uh, uh, USD exchanges that has been made between players. Uh, even if you look at Upland as a team, the way the, the team grew, uh, the way we, you know, our you know, very successful fundraising round uh, a couple of months ago. Um, and kind of like also the the way that uh, the industry is valuing Upland as as a as a company, um, and then all the features, all the interactions, all the um, you know all the execution on the vision basically, and the things that are uh, laid to the future. Uh, so I'm I can go all podcasts talking about all of that. So if you want if you want me to go one by one, I'm uh, more than happy to.
1: <laughs> so do you have some hard numbers for us, like? Total properties minted or, you know, combined values or what kind of Um, hard numbers do you have for us?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I have some kind of like in front of me, which are like high level. But if you just look at, let's say, DAUs, right, daily active users, we probably started the year around 5,000 ish. Uh, Today, we're steadily above 100,000. Uh, DAU and I think we hit uh, a record probably last week of something along the line of 150. Now granted a lot of this has to do with marketing efforts etc but still when you see the trajectory you clearly see uh, see the growth. Um, you're talking about landowners right at the beginning of the year I think there was something like uh, 7500 uh, landowners in Upland and I'm not counting visitors I'm only counting people who have uh, enjo- or enjoyed true ownership of their land. Uh, today we are at 150,000. Um, So, you know, 150,000 landowners, Uh, you know, we we have, uh, you know, that that has to be probably the, you know, one of the biggest, if not the biggest metaverses in terms of that, uh, of that matrix. Um, You know, you'll probably track the secondary transaction, both in terms of amount of transactions in the market that are now in the tens of thousands. Uh, And also the volume that I think now probably is constantly in between uh, $100,000 and $200,000 worth uh, in Apex per day. Um, Probably looking at, again, U.S. dollar sales. Uh, We began the year, granted, you know, we launched a closed beta. I think it was probably November of 2020 or October but going into 2021, we sold, sold around 6,500 dollars worth of um, uh, actual US dollars exchanging hands between players. Uh, today, we are above 2.5 million dollars that players have earned uh, playing Upland, and again, this is just the, the USD aspect. Uh, so, I mean, these are whooping numbers, guys. Like you know, I'm I'm you know humbled, and we are humbled by by you know what we're experiencing. Um, uh, I think it's amazing.
1: Absolutely. Those are, those are pretty amazing numbers. Now, when you sat down at the beginning of the year, how does this line up with the trajectory that you had? Did it hit it? You know, were you on target? Were you on stretch goal? Where did it really hit for what you guys were targeting for the year as a company?
2: Oh no, we absolutely missed it. We, we were, you know, way under uh, valuing uh, what we're going to do this year. Uh, I think it kind of like there were a couple of pivots during the year where it kind of like struck us. Uh, I think one of them was uh, earlier this year, uh, you know, around the beginning of the of, of Q two. Uh, but then, you know, really the last uh, couple of months have been really, really fantastic for us in terms of uh, in terms of growth. Um, so, you know, by far it, it has exceeded our expectations for sure.
1: Definitely, congratulations on that. Um, when did you guys? First, anticipate that it was going to be huger than you thought this year.
2: Um, listen, I think like okay, so maybe let's take a couple of steps back, right? Like, go you know, circle back to 2020, and you know, you guys have been around. We we in 2020, you know, we tried to do everything we can to hide the fact that this is NFT and blockchain. And, you know, try to uh, communicate the value proposition behind basically true ownership in means that regular consumers understand. Uh, And then I think what happened in 2021 was, uh, you know, ordinary people began to understand the value of uh, NFT based economies. Uh, and I think that really helped create a huge lift uh, in the entire in the entire industry because now instead of having to hide it, you can actually use it as a point of uh, of, of kind of like uh, of strength and, and 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 a talking point uh, to and make it easier for people to explain and to pitch what what is the value proposition in in participating in such uh, ecosystems and metaverses similar similar to Upland. Um, so I think that, that that was the main transitional point. Uh, and that, that, you, you know, that happened around uh, um, probably, you know, February or March of, uh, of 2021. Uh, and then again, since then, it has been, you know, really, a, a, really a wild ride up.
1: Nice. That's, I, I do like that back, that back part of it too. Uh, what kind of questions do you have there? Thank me later. Because I know you're, you got a list there too.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of my questions are going to be more about the upcoming features. So I don't know that I had, you know, if we don't have like definitive numbers or rundowns or anything from uh, 2021, I'm happy to start talking about uh, 2022 and uh, what's coming down
2: the pipe. By the way, guys, what's your, before we get there, what's your favorite thing that launched in 2021?
1: Oh, mine's definitely the uh, deal with the NFLPA and getting that rolling.
0: Um, uh, mine would have to be ornaments. Uh, the, uh, building ornaments is my, <laughs> like, I don't know why, but I, I'm really, I'm really enjoying the building ornaments uh, side of the game. Cool.
2: So, and, and it's, it's nice that kind of like both of you hit like different types of new NFTs that were introduced that, you know, weren't even in on the, probably on the books in 2020. Right. Uh, so, yeah. you know, j- just a testament of, again, kind of like the, the agile, um, you know, approach we take into how we steer the ship.
0: Yeah, and I also appreciate uh, the move towards more opportunities uh, to spend uh, upex as opposed to just buying buildings. So the fact that a lot of the uh, the different sales often come with a, an upex opportunity, um, I think, is great for the economy to have another upex sink um, besides properties. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. That was always the plan. Again, you know, going back to our, um, you know, the article that we released a couple of days ago, or was it yesterday, actually, (laughs) you know, the title is, it's all about the economy. And again, you have, you have to give value to your, your vessel that carries the value in the economy. And that is APEX. And it absolutely, you know, the, the fact that we, the fact that we sold things for for USD was due to the fact that uh, it, we just didn't have a technical implementation to buy items for OPEX. so it was just waiting to be executed. Uh, uh, so that that was the plan from day one. Again, it's about casting value to OPEX and giving it a reason for existence.
1: Uh, that's I did like that feature myself too. And, you know, I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary in Upland here on January 5th. And thank me later, what were you, the 8th or the 13th of January? You weren't too far behind me.
0: Yeah, I was Yeah, mid-January as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, Two years. So none of this, like, I'm, it was huge when all this stuff started rolling out because that wasn't on the initial white paper in the detail. It wasn't in the detail. So it's pretty cool to see the game. And the evolution, you know, in the two years as a player and then the two year and then, you know, the year and a half doing the podcast.
2: Awesome. Oh, yeah. And we're just getting started. So, you know, imagine yeah. what's going to be in two years. Right.
1: And that's what we've always yeah, said. That's it, crazy. Is it's still the ground floor? You're still getting in early into upland. So you're you're going to be at a huge advantage once you have the mass adaption.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Say, and yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. You go ahead.
0: Well, I, was gonna say, I think anybody who gets in before Cars is officially released is in the ground floor. I think after Cars, to me, like then it's like a secondary start. But like up until Cars, I think anybody who's in here now who's getting the spark, who's understanding the economy, who's, who's getting the framework. But I, I think, for me, Cars is just going to be an absolute game changer. And the announcement about the Block Explorer's Um, definitely made me do a little happy dance. So
2: So. I shouldn't mention planes then, right?
0: Planes? You should not (laughs) mention planes. I mean, you can mention planes. I still own a couple airports, but...
2: Nice. Yeah, and, and, you know, the other thing is, uh, again, that, uh, you know, now that, uh, you know, we have more resources, you know, Upland is uh, actually a very sound business, um, uh, like, in in an operational aspect. Things are going to move faster. Uh, The upland team is growing. There are going to be parallel development teams working on parallel pathways for progression. Uh, So it's not what you guys have experienced back in 2020, where we did things in serial. Uh, We're going to, you know, things are going to happen more in parallel. And uh, that's just exciting because things are going to just evolve faster.
0: Yeah. So I worked for a company of software company when they were really small, had like one feature set. And now, I mean, they're, they're a major enterprise uh, software and they have dozens of product teams and the amount that they put out for their, you know, monthly or, or every like six months release is insane. The amount of volume it you're right. It's, it's almost as exponential as you start getting these parallel teams stood up and running. So that's very exciting. Um, to start to see the results of that.
2: Yeah. And again, you know, there's a lot of things also that are kind of like um, on the back end that doesn't make it necessarily to people's visibility. But, you know, if you look at the results yeah, yeah. previously, like in the last couple of city releases, uh, I think like the amount of NFTs that were minted per second were in the range of uh, mid thirties, right? Looking kind of like the, earlier at the beginning of the year, it was around 11 per second. And then probably before that, it was uh, uh, lower than that. So there's al- always uh, also technical progression that happens behind the scenes. Uh, and, you know, a lot of things that we do, that we invest in, don't necessarily uh, float uh, to the community. So things like, I don't know if you guys were aware of a company called Diffuse, which we use their services to kind of like replicate blockchain information to our backend that got replaced by our own proprietary technology because they pivoted into <laughs> into kind of like a different uh, business and stuff providing that service uh, or the fact that we added our own blockchain nodes uh, kind of like to listen in and not to produce block, not to produce blocks, but to actually um, uh, be able to push transactions to the blockchain through those nodes. Uh, so we have physical servers, you know, sitting and 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 kind of participating in in the EOS uh, mainnet. So you know, a, a lot of things that get invested, and you know, as the system grows, it becomes more complex. But I think by now we probably have one of the most qualified uh, blockchain and specifically EOS IO based uh, teams, uh, strongest ones in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, as a as somebody in tech, like I love hearing, uh, you know, that you have your own servers and that you're kind of standing up and, and you're bringing some of the stuff in house. Do you is there like a published like architecture of like how things are routed and um, like your blockchain strategy of having your own node and then publishing to the mainnet stuff like that?
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. They're just not uh, made public, although you know. <laughs> I mean they could absolutely be made public like I don't I don't see any reason why they wouldn't but but again uh the beautiful thing about blockchain is that uh, everything is public so you can basically see and trace how things are are done but um but yeah it's uh you know I, I think it's not public because it's so proprietary that I don't know if a lot of other um you know parties will find it useful um but uh definitely worth uh, to be had as a case study at least right Uh, Because at the end of the day, this is a hybrid model, right? Upland as a whole could not exist on a blockchain. And as a matter of fact, there are very few, if, if at all, projects that are fully, fully on the blockchain. It's always some kind of a hybrid model, right? So you have... Your main game logic, your main game loops—they uh, usually reside on a traditional backend, whereas everything that has to do with the, the asset management and some of the uh, logic and smart contracts then get implemented on the blockchain, just to make it sufficient enough to make sense in terms of like uh, both the business and the performance that is required to operate, uh, kind of like a, a user experience game.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a good. That totally made sense to me, actually.
1: Yeah, that went over my head, but <laughs> no, it, no, it didn't go. It, no, that does make sense. So, um, <laughs> really,
0: explain to us in your own words, eh?
1: So, <laughs>
2: not no, no, <laughs> <we're> being nasty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you can follow the logic path, but all right, I'll will <laughs> we'll not take up the podcast for it. I'll explain it in my old wor- own words in the after <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, basically you said it's not all on the blockchain and it's proprietary. All right,
0: all right. Let's go, because we got a lot of good stuff.
1: Yeah, we do have a lot of good stuff. Um, One question that I was wondering, how long was the NFLPA deal in the works?
2: uh, Well, depending on how you define uh, in the works, right? I mean... um, When you guys got serious. It it took a lot of time. Uh, I think like uh, we spent the, the, you know, a lot of 2021 uh, working on that deal, even before it materialized into an actual deal. And even you know when it seemed to be materializing, you know these things takes time to pass legal and to sign contracts and to get everybody on board and to you know, and to to get to get started. We actually got started before everything was completely settled because we said you know it looks like it's going to go. It's a big thing. Uh, we're going to just uh, um, you know move forward. And the way we did it also was again we 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 came up with the concepts for upland. And the premise was that this sort of products will not necessarily only serve one brand partnerships, but they have the potential to serve different types of brands, personas, or, you know, athletes or musicians or whatever it is uh, through that NFT offering. So we knew that what we were designing uh, was not just meant for one specific partner, but it can potentially be uh, applied to other partners as well. Um, so, so you know that, that gave us confidence to move ahead with the project. Uh, you know, uh, fortunately, uh, everything went well, and we proceeded with uh, uh, with uh, signing everything. Uh, And then I think, uh, you know, I think uh, we're just at the beginning at the end, right? We, you know, we launched, uh, as you guys know, with uh, the 2020 Legits. And I think it's only two rounds ago that we deployed the the Memento primary markets. And this is just the first element of gamification, the very first one out of many to come. So... um, you know uh, really excited about this and uh you know the NFLPA has have been great partners and i think uh soon you know all, also as we kind of like head into the playoffs and uh and beyond uh they are going to be more good stuff that we can share um uh, uh that's to come
1: i like that tease there so i'm very very uh high on these uh legit and And you got a lot of people here in the audience listening live that are heavily invested and very excited for what's to come and what you're doing with them.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Now, so do you have anything else from 2021 you want to highlight before we move on to this
2: uh,
1: economy news that you dropped on us this week?
2: I'm prepared to move on and I'm prepared to talk about uh, anything else, but. I'll let you guys lead the way.
1: All right. Yeah. It it changed the whole show reading this article. I'm like, yeah, when we booked you, I'm like, yeah, well, just year in review 2021. But uh, you made 2022 sound that much more exciting. Cool. (laughs) So (laughs) it says here that the Block Explorer shops will be rolling out in the next week or so.
2: Yeah, we're working hard to get that delivered. Um, you know, as as you remember, we we always estimated it would be uh deployed uh, by the end of this year. Uh obviously that's tomorrow, so that's not going to happen, but uh I hopefully that will uh, get delivered uh, uh next week again as you know when we deliver these types of like massive releases couple of things have to fall in place together, such as app submissions and approvals from, uh, from Apple and from the Google Play Store, etc. Uh, so again, this is our target. Uh, we're pretty confident we're going to hit it. Uh, but you know, the, big, the bigger picture is that you know, it's, it, it's actually here. And we've been also working with our um, uh, business beta pa- partners for Block Explorer shops. So you know they've um, uh, they are inv- they are kind of like in in the loop for the release process. You know they've submitted their assets. They're working together with uh, Jennifer, who kind of like leads our uh, meta venture program uh, in Upland. Um, um, oh, sorry, I just got a small pop up. Um, yeah, so uh, meta ventures are coming. Uh, I think it's one of the you know biggest deals in upland if not the biggest uh up until now just because of the consequence it has uh to the economy uh uh, and and this is uh uh, it's just huge
1: yeah and it you talk about having a metaverse will exist for every category of nfts and i know you haven't even released the first meta venture place yet but is there the potential if somebody has big enough land and capabilities that they have like a super store that has different sections that their store has block explorers, legits, ornaments? Is that going to be a possibility in the future?
2: I mean, a possibility in the future, I would not discount it at all. Uh, but again, the current plan uh, is, is to have uh, each building dedicated uh, to a specific meta venture. We do want to create that kind of a diversity uh, that kind of like you you know as as a user, you kind of like you want to explore the map, you want to move around to 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 find these different experiences, so it 's not something that is on our immediate roadmap to you know to try and compile all these businesses into a single location because I think part of the beauty in upland is the exploration right, and kind of like the feeling the immersive feeling you get that you are actually almost like walking in the real world you are in San Francisco you're walking from street to, to street walking into different buildings and finding different experiences uh, i think that's a cool aspect that we we do want to maintain
1: and i'm what are you are you looking forward to watching how these neighborhoods start to develop around these meta ventures
2: absolutely that will be one of the probably prime drivers so it's not going to be just meta ventures but meta ventures are going to be uh, going to be a big thing uh, and uh, you know we're where the different uh, meta venture owners decide to set up shop, um, uh, that's probably going to spark around it uh, some sort of an activity. And uh, I'm pretty sure that people are planning to, you know, pull together and do create different experiences uh, together in in virtual localities. Uh, yeah, so absolutely excited to see how this plays out. Uh, and, and then there's the whole venture use model, which kind of like adds another dynamic to it, uh, because uh, again, you can now have an automated balance where you know there could be uh, some oversaturation of local markets which actually cause more uh, under saturated markets to become more lucrative to set up shops. so also waiting to see how kind of like that model uh, works out Uh, I think um, I don't know anything like it to be honest in any virtual economy so that's the first one.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested in seeing how that works out and it kind of kind of helps drive the economy there and it also holds the business owner accountable because if you're not really working your business, you're going to end up paying dues and it's going to cost you money to run that business so it helps weed out the players that just don't have their full heart in running a business.
2: Absolutely. And, and then on the flip side, you know, it creates a really low uh, barrier of entry for anyone who wants to try it out. Right. Uh, so I think uh, that's also a huge uh, opportunity.
1: So thank me later if they get an ornament shop going, are you, are you going to hold on to everything you've been stacking over there or are you going to set up shop?
0: Uh, it's a good question. Honestly, I'm, I'm probably going to be holding these for a while. I mean, to me, it's a, it's a source of potential secondary income. Um, less about that, probably more about I'm very competitive. Uh, so I can't wait to see more competitions. And as they build up throughout the years, I'm looking forward to having multiple sets of each season. Uh, to be able to compete uh, in the top two neighborhoods, so for me, it's it's more about the the ornaments are more about competition um, than it is profit. So
1: I like that. No. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I'll, I think I own. I have to count it because my I don't think I'll get to ten percent of the Christmas ornaments, but I'm in the percentages, like a couple of percent. Like I own all of the ornaments, like <laughs> a couple percent of
2: each ornament now. Nice. How many did you get? Think of me later.
0: Um, a lot, and then I bought I've bought several million worth on the secondary market as well. So I've been, yeah. am my problem now. Honestly, is I'm running out of spirit legits to to trade. I need a bulk trade. When's bulk trading for NFTs coming?
2: For bulk trading, you mean? Well, walk me through well, this. I need, like, I need to hear that, how that works. Well, like,
0: uh, let's say somebody had uh, an Eldritch ornament, and so I was going to trade, like, three NFL legits, so, or, like, multiple multiple yeah, yeah. NFTs for a single item.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's coming. So, uh, basically, bundle, you know, trading. Bundle, bundle yeah, trade, that, yeah, yeah. Mm, Absolutely on the roadmap.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's probably my biggest thing holding me back from buying a, a lot more is it's it's very tedious. Um, the <clears throat> Using the, the Upex, that was the other big announcement for a lot of us that have been around for a while. The being able to transfer Upex directly to other players without having to have a burner property is huge absolutely huge for all of us that run competitions who um you know do different uh, deals so again like i'll i'll trade like some nfl legits plus some UPEX for something and so it, it it allows a lot more functional trading inside the game um, as opposed to having to try to do outside deals which is great
2: and absolutely and, and th- this has had to come at some point and again as we're priming upland. Lent- to to be ready for like a service based uh, economy where uh, like you said so it's not just about uh, augmenting uh, trades and deals but it's also about uh, compensating other uplanders for either services or uh, things they do for you in the metaverse, and it it can be things like you know doing creative work for you, or it can be in the future things like giving you a ride maybe to whatever to Tahoe or whatever place you want to go. Um, so um, so absolutely that, that that is a must requirement uh, that, that had to take place at some point.
0: Nice, Masi <laughs> says I have three hundred and fifty-eight ornaments. That seems low.
2: I'm slacking. <laughs> How many structures though? Like, can, can you address them? Uh,
0: yeah, but so here's, so my strategy and what I did in the Halloween competition is uh, Porky Park, um, PP, I, I always call it Porky Park, whatever portraits. I didn't have any buildings there, but what I did is I went to all of the top neighborhoods that were rallying and went, okay, do you want to win? Give me 10 properties that have buildings on them. I'll build on them for you or I'll decorate for you and help you win. So there was a bunch of people that had more buildings than they did um, decorations. They lent me their properties. I decorated them, helped them win, and uh, I got, uh, you know, to be part of the winning team. So that's, that's my strategy because you're never going to be able to have immense amount of buildings in every competition in a winning team. So I just have the winning elements, and then I join the winning teams to essentially guarantee I get to, a part.
2: All right, that's smart
1: yeah and then, with the OPEX transfers, now you reduce the risk of going to Alcatraz for running contests
2: right absolutely uh, part of the thing was you know again power the community to run to run events and and, and again the, the ability to compensate other players or to tip them or to even help them out right that that's something we want to we want to empower we don't want to fight it
1: and, and I always hated buying a Twenty five hundred, opex mint property for a hundred thousand because it just inflates the. It's not natural, so and then it distorts.
2: It it distorts the secondary market for sure, and and that was part of the consideration. Yeah.
0: So here's the other thing, which I'll share uh, Tuesday, but this might pertain to you more, which I didn't know about. Apparently the new trend is that you people want to buy back their burner property. So like if, if I buy something for 50,000, they'll be like, okay, the mint price on this was 6,127. And so then they're like offer 50,627 and then set it back. And then I'll buy it for six. I'm like, what in the hell? Like back in my day, you just gave somebody a Fresno burner, and that was it. Like that, you got that as part of the deal. I'm like, what is this buy it back nonsense? <laughs> Kids these days,
1: I don't like it. It changes
0: now. I'm glad that we don't have to deal with it anymore.
1: The property earnings adjust. That's a that's a huge thing. That's I know, a big one. I know that's going to take uh, some of the newer players by surprise, but for the people that have been playing upland for a while people that actually took time and read the white paper we always knew it was coming um so right now you're getting a 17.3 uh, percent earning on your property and probably in a month or so it's going to be adjusted to 14.7 did you see this coming this early in the life of upland or is it right on track with what you guys were projecting for economy control
2: so i i, I- I think uh, I would have estimated to actually come earlier uh, and not uh, not later. (laughs) Uh, I think um, we've been kind of like we knew this is coming, um, you know, around this time. Uh, and I think there were kind of like uh, the two triggers that caused us to, you know, uh, push it forward. Was one just the velocity increase in, mo- in like the monetary velocity we've seen over the cu- past couple of months? That just okay at this point it, you, you just have to do it. Um, and because again, the subsidies of that of that size don't make sense anymore. Uh, and the other thing was the launch of Meta Ventures. Again, we always kind of like saw that as the uh, the flagship of uh, of uh, stakeholders being able to now exchange value between themselves, not in the context necessary of just property trading or um, property-related economic activity. Uh, So I think it's kind of like it's more symbolic than anything that with the introduction of MetaVenture also comes uh, the first uh, decrease in in, in, uh, subsidies.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I like that.
1: Now from the people that do like buying properties on the secondary market for collections, do they kind of stand pat and watch new new base start out for buying these properties or does it deter you from it because now your return on investment takes longer? You know, if you had a if the bonus was a 2x property, usually you saw the price of the property for sale. A, A good deal was 2x the mint price. Um, and you had your calculation on your return on investment. Now this stretches it out. So from from that standpoint, thank me later, what do you think you do there on the secondary market collection properties?
0: I mean, I think the amount of people that are looking at like that kind of margin and thinking about it that way is probably small. I think you have the people who are like, I'm not going to buy secondary market for the most part. I'm, I'm going to buy primary market, I'll wait for the new cities to open up to Mint. Uh, and then you have people that are like, oh, I'm just going to go buy things that I think are cooler fit uh, for a future sale. I, I don't know. I mean, I know that there are players who, who evaluate uh, based on the multiplier and ROI. Um, I think this change will maybe slow some of the, <laughs> the multipliers um, on that, but Honestly, again, I'm trying to think. I feel like most of the sales, at least from what I'm seeing now, the front line, because I don't really flip new cities like a lot of players, so I'm curious if this change affects, like, the new city flips. But I think the, the like, San Francisco, Manhattan markets, maybe we see a slowdown in value, but the, it's going to be – you won't notice it because the growth of Upland is going to far surpass any, like – you know, slight reduction in, in like a uh, multiplier from that, uh, the interest. So, yeah, I don't think it's gonna, I mean, Long and short TLDR. I don't think it's gonna have much effect.
1: Okay. And that's
0: my opinion. I think the, the property trade thing is going to be, um, big. Uh, cause I mean, that is a, <laughs> I mean, there's a whole industry literally around that today. So I think like that's going to be a big thing.
2: The um, um, yeah, the collection. I, I, holding. I think I, I think like when we introduce the actual the solution for the chips covering the block explorers that may, that may have a bigger effect on collections.
0: The uh, wait, the what?
2: Covering the explorer? chips. Yeah, which I, I think it's been upvoted as the number one uh, uh, issue oh, uh, that uh, players players are complaining about. But th- there's a solution coming. Don't worry. Oh
0: yeah. I, well, I don't think that'll have any effect because I think the people who are doing um, it. I don't think that people are doing it for chips as much anymore. I think the property, the collection swapping is all about that, that Upex now. I mean, I was you, joking. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a fair consideration. Like, I know people who like avoid it because they don't want to cover up their uh, Explorer. So,
2: yeah. Interesting.
1: Now, I was surprised as dealing with the economy that, you know, we did. There is the change coming to the collection holding requirements. Um, I'm surprised that there was a reduction in the bonuses for completing the collections now that the economy is growing and a little more stable.
0: Will that ever happen?
2: I, I can't say there's, uh, there's uh, plans for this uh, at this point.
0: I kind of thought that was like almost blockchain level, like maybe future collections will stop having as big of bonuses, but, or is that, is that technically a lever that can be pulled is collection bonus amount?
2: So on a technical matter, uh, on technical matter it is a lever that can be pulled. So, you know, one-time rewards can be adjusted and, you know, this is an adjustment that goes forward. So obviously it's not retroactive because anything you have already collected is in your uh, you know, in your balance as Apex, so it, it it is technically uh, adjustable.
0: Okay, yeah, that's good to know.
1: Yeah. Now with the uncollected earnings accumulation cap, makes I have to log in a little more often there thank me later and they're also teasing you with the spark login if you're pretty consistent with it
0: i know i'm loving that that's that's what i'm talking about like i mean i i have been shocked that there hasn't been some sort of motivation to log in and have um some sort of daily activity um from a game i mean most of these mobile games are measured by daily active user kind. i mean that's a big benchmark um and so i think adding in the um upx cap and um, adding in the, the daily bonus, I'll be logging in every day. You got my, you got my attention. I'll log in and do an activity every day um, to make sure that I get that uh, bonus. Yeah. I, I am curious on that. So if somebody's been away for a year, I, I don't know, however amount of time, let's say that it comes out and it's 500,000. They've already earned one point, they've already earned, earned a million. Does it just stop earning or do they get like cut back to 500?
2: No, so so the again the earning is not uh, at the end of the day. If you look at the blockchain code, and this is a part that is implemented on the blockchain, uh, at the end of the day, it's a calculation uh, when when you collect, right? It's not like a physical stacking of, of a physical element. Uh, it, it, it's a piece of code, and the piece of code will then. Uh, not allow you when you collect to um, to accumulate anything more than uh, what is what is determined per your status in the game. Yeah, well,
0: like like I like to like let mine build up to like a million upx and then or more and then ca- and cash it in. Oh yeah. So, but like so it, yeah, let's say, let's say I have a million already, but then the cap is five hundred. Do I lose five hundred thousand, or is it going to be like grandfathered in because it was before the point the of fr-
2: you mean at the, at the point of transition to to the cap.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the yeah, point so the cap, you, it's implemented. yeah,
2: yeah. That, you know, actually, that's a good question. I'll need to double check with kind of like the the actual architecture, but but yeah, it's a it's a, it's a solid question. Yeah, because the way
0: that you described it, if it's actually evaluated at the time of the action, then that rule of like, hey, the max is five hundred thousand, it would cap it there, as opposed to because if it's not keeping track, then the code wouldn't necessarily know. It just would take in that new rule. So
2: yeah, but anyway. you know, we'll give ample warning. For everyone to collect. No, no, yeah, that's fair.
0: I'm I'm going to collect more now, and i yeah. Be and, and again, an to,
2: to be fair, again at the end of the day, what is going to drive people back to to Upland is going to be you know features and and points of engagements, and you know these things are meant at the end of the day to augment, and it's less about you know notarizing the DAUs. Yes, it is maybe quasi important. Uh, but it's more about kind of like uh, lowering the burden of subsidies and attributing it to the most engaged players. Uh, and again, the, mm-hmm. the, the net result of, the, of having those uh, both those uh, uh, limits on earnings and, and the Spark rewards, it's going to create a situation where, uh, again, the Apex uh, subsidies goes down. Because there will be earnings that are left uncollected that potentially would have uh, would have been given out uh, for lapsed users if they haven't come back, and it kind of like sways the pendulum towards the players that are more engaged. And I think that's only fair. It's a means to basically compensate more uh, the people that participate more in in the economy.
0: Yeah, no, I really like that perspective as well. I think that that's that's great. Um, yeah.
1: And then I do like the, uh, 10,000 K NFT to USD cap removal. So it gives the people that did buy landmarks a little, little more breathe easy that if they did want to sell and at least not take a loss, they're okay there. Um,
0: but, yeah, I'm curious. So based on that, I'm curious what everyone's thought is, what do you think the highest secondary sales USD, um, sale is going to be of 2022?
1: Well, is there going to be another cap on it, or is it going to be a step increase as you still work through the legalities of it? Because I know that starts getting into all the tax forms and stuff of that nature. But is there going to be a new cap, or where's that going?
2: I thought you said no cap. Well, I I think there is, uh, again, at the end of the day, the way it's going to work is that – for anyone to to buy those magnitudes, you'd have to preload your USD uh, balance uh, in upland. Uh, and that goes through basically uh, Telia who handle uh, those balances uh, as our partners. Uh, so again, I, I, I don't know I don't think there is uh, there should be a limit to technically wire that you know any amount of money uh, to your USD balance uh but um um i think we should need to see how this plays out um i i may you know don't catch me on on that but there may be like some kind of like a top uh quarter we'll see if we reach there and need to react uh, i think at the end of the day it's the, it's the basically uh the direction that counts right so we are Again, that, that 10, 10K uh, limit was uh, something that uh, was there due to uh, more than fraud protection, more than anything, uh, but then also letting a bit kind of like the better run for a bit just to see that uh, everything is, is functioning. And we did learn a lot um, uh, from, from that period. Uh, together with uh, with our partners at telia um but now uh, with that removal you know you asked me to estimate what's the what's the cap what's the number going to go to to the to the maximum sale and i'm going to come up with a number and i'm not going to tell it to you because i just don't i'm not going to allow myself to speculate <laughs> publicly on that
0: Oh okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: Because I know in uh in Top Shot with their market, once they were able to start selling, they had caps that worked its way up. That you know it was fifty thousand, then a hundred, then two hundred and fifty, five hundred thousand, and then I think they finally lifted it above that. So I didn't know if we got into larger increments, it was going to work like that.
2: You know, I, I would have to assume that the, that it is going to work that way. Uh, but, but again, for this for all intended purposes, until we get to those caps, right? Then it's an artificial cap. Uh, okay. Once you actually see a sale that happened at that point, then you 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 know you can talk about lifting that uh, forward. All uh,
1: right, too but So, what do you think? I, what do you think? I smell seven figures for a Genesis property.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it up for two point five million if it lets me. Let's do it.
2: Ah. Oh. That would be awesome. I thought you'd never sell it. Thank me later.
0: Oh, I mean I would never sell it. <laughs> but if you would have it for but, G- but, I, I, I sense that that's
2: coming, yeah.
0: But I mean, like, let's not be hasty. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you were willing to spend two point five million, you care deeply about this game and deserve the honor of having a Genesis property. <laughs> that's all I'm saying.
1: Now, I could see some of the landmarks. Um you know, we did have some of the landmarks sell for forty, thirty, twenty thousand dollars. So I could see them two X three Xing for a sale in twenty twenty two.
0: Oh. Yeah, this is really the first opportunity. Have we seen a secondary market uh landmark sale? Has no. anybody sold their landmark on the secondary market?
1: Not any of the ones that have been auctioned to my knowledge.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, there, there was the original, the San Francisco ones. Like I got one mission street. I don't know that I could sell that yeah. for less than like 40,000, you know, I mean, everyone's
1: got, <laughs> everything's got a price.
0: Everything's got a price. There is not a thing on my account that I wouldn't sell for money at some point. Like that's just, then I could reinvest it in more cool, you know, the next thing uh, for Upland. So I'm not,
1: Ooh, let me, a lot
0: of it gets recycled into the gate. Let's be honest.
1: Uh, let, let me did point out that Maddox questioning if Maddox sold to Abdullah, I will have to look into that one, but, uh, I, I think you might be right. Uh, Franklin thinks you're right. So it's gotta be right. If Franklin thinks it, mm.
0: I don't know what any of those words mean, but
1: sure. <laughs> sure. sure. Um, yeah, that's huge. What else did you have for on there? Thank me later.
0: Uh, what was the other? Oh, the block explorer traits. Tell me, uh, can can you talk a little bit more about this? Is very interesting to me. This is something I've been waiting for. Um, you know, having traits on your block explorer. Um, are there going to be opportunities to like level it up? Is it going to be stored directly on those explorers? Like, can you give any more? Uh, and because like the vehicle thing, you said, oh, we're going to essentially be drivers, which is awesome. Are all the explorers that are out now going to get some sort of value for that? And how? And if so, how would it be determined um, based on rarity, strength, things like that?
2: Yeah. So let, let's separate between the two, okay. right? So we have today block explorers that have different priorities, right? And 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 again, as of today, there were you know most of the block explorers were either kind of like given as um, um, Kind of like add-ons to apex sales, right, uh, so they don 't really carry like a, a a named value, so basically it 's about the market determining their at the end of the day their value uh, as it relates to um, to driving and racing again we uh, uh, you know um, this was part of our vision again in the in the instance that we came to the realization that uh, there are going to be uh, multiple drivers that players need to own. Because, you know, you can imagine you may want to train a driver to specialize Especially. in off-road racing, or you may want a driver to be a draft racer or something like that. So there are going to be different abilities and traits that are going to be attributed to to race drivers. So it's not just about the cars and the racetrack itself and, the, and your opponents. Um, so, when we realized that again, rather than opting for a new type of NFT, we saw that as an opportunity to cast just more value and utility to to the block explorers and just expand on that um, uh, kind of like uh, folklore of in, in upland. Uh, so we think it's a really cool uh, cool uh, addition and kind of like additional utility that uh, now attached to block explorers beyond just the, you know, just displaying your persona in Upland, uh, you know, uh, and kind of like uh, outwards. Um, so, but as it pertains to their abilities, again, all explorers are going to start out as, as a kind of like a level playing field, right? So a one of one explorer will not have any advantages compared to a, one of a thousand explorers.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so it's going to be more, I mean, because this is, this would be hugely valuable and important, especially in new players, that if essentially you get any explorer can be a driver and say the more you race, or if you go to like training camps and stuff like that, you can start to level up these explorers. And then will players be able to say, Uh, Trade them. So like, let's say I don't have time to sit here and train um, an Explorer, but somebody has spent hours training, uh, you know, this Explorer on off-road racing um, and they want to sell it. Will those stats go with that Explorer? Because I mean, that would give Explorer shops a great opportunity for some cool stuff.
2: Uh, thank me later. It seems like you haven't been paying attention to NFT economies, like and where the world is going. Of course, like that's 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 the whole point, right? Well, yeah. hey, I just
0: want to make sure you were paying attention. <laughs> that, you know, you're you guys are heads down. You know, sometimes you get like that tunnel vision. I don't want to. I just don't want to make sure there's no missed opportunities. That's
2: all. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, that, okay, those cool. trades w- would be notarized together with the NFT on the blockchain, and they are you know yours to keep or to trade or whatever you want to do with it.
0: Oh man, that is, I mean, if, if as a new player, like, because as a whale, I go, that's awesome because chances are, I'm not going to have the time to invest in getting uh, a bunch of drivers, but knowing that other people can level up the drivers and then essentially sell them to me, that is, uh, you know, probably very exciting to the whales and to the players who are looking for an opportunity for, um, play to earn really
2: and, like and let me let me let me tease you a bit further and again oh. it's just, it just it's just a vision at that point. Yeah. If you have like a I'm on the edge already,
0: sp- Edon, be careful here.
2: If you have a very, very skilled driver, do you do you play them, right? Do you drive like do you race with them? Do you sell them? Or do you actually use them as instructors for you know lesser block explorers? Oh
0: that's the spot. Jeez old Pete. That is yes that's super cool I like the idea of that yeah trainers oh my gosh I want to, uh, dang I want a racing training school now I want to have like just like all my my badass explorers like teaching people how to how to off-road race oh
2: I'm, t- I'm telling you MetaVentures is gonna be again this is gonna be one of the primary pillars in upland and, and it's gonna be beyond uh, what we imagine. Granted, it's going to take time, but sure. uh, I appreciate everybody's patience as we go through these uh, growing uh, processes.
0: Yeah. No, I would say, you know, I, I think we're at, I feel almost like a completely different place than where we were expecting um, at the end of 2021 and what we're looking forward to 2022. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Uh, me personally, you know, I I appreciate the pivots that the team has had to make. Um you know it's definitely been a tough year but i think this year was really putting all the pieces in place um for 2022 to just really blow it even more out of the water than i think we've already done so i'm, I'm excited to see uh next year
1: and yeah, then i'm excited what what things are you excited for next year what what's the big thing that you're excited to watch in upland next year
2: Again, I think it, it, it's these advancements in, uh, in on all fronts, and then connecting the dots, as, as I often like like to say. Because if you look at the you know the infrastructure, the pillars we are putting together, uh, things like um, again MetaVentures and uh, the NFT portal and our brand partnership and third party developer programs, and all of these things come in context and they connect together. Because like you said, so and, and car racing, right? So you connect the concept of car and car racing and meta ventures and brand partnerships. And now maybe you have somebody operating a car paint shop and they have access to one of our brand partners and they can do custom paint shops that kind of like utilizes that brand's IP and offer that as a, as a creative service and sell that to other uplanders uh, and then take their, you know, the result and, you know, use the portal to download it and then put it up on OpenSea, right? So th- these are visions that, you know, take each and every one of the pillars that we want to make constant progress in, in 2022 uh, into one very coherent and very lucrative uh, picture that will basically, I think, put upland in a totally new uh, stratosphere. Um, and again, We are in uncharted waters. We're doing things, I think, that nobody has attempted to do before or maybe attempted and, and, you know, had different levels of success in doing so. Uh, But this is what gets me really, really excited, seeing how all of this comes together into one coherent place that becomes, uh, uh, you know, a parallel economy to the world, that a digital parallel economy to the world that the world has never seen before. Uh, This is the stuff that kind of keeps me awake at night
1: very cool. Yeah. Um, and then how's it working out? You know, you went with series a funding, so you have uh, a little more people looking at the organization itself. How's that transition going with, uh, with the extra set of eyes now over the organization, I, I wouldn't call them extra set of eyes, but now you have some investors. How's that integration going?
2: I think that's part of the coolest uh, things because, again, I I don't know if you guys are familiar, but now uh, we've added uh, uh, two new members to the board of directors in Upland. And one of them uh, is uh, Yatsu. And I don't know if you're familiar with that name, but he's basically one of the biggest uh, visionaries uh, in the world in the space of blockchain gaming. Uh, and he comes. So he's he's the uh, kind of like the the chairman of uh, Animoca Brands, if, if you if you know the name. Uh, so again, really excited to get that type of a visionary into uh, our board of directors. And this just gives us so much insight and so much. Uh, uh, you know, it's just a um, fascinating uh, working with Yat and kind of like participating in board meetings with him. Uh, he's a you know truly uh, one of the you know biggest visionaries in the space for sure.
1: Now oh, that's that's pretty amazing, and that should really help. Uh, you know, that should really help the team out and help the vision out. So that that's good. Who's the other uh, board member that was added?
2: Uh, the other board member is uh, uh, Stefan Schulz, who's actually uh, you know also deserves a lot of credit as being the first investor in Upland. So they, they, he comes from uh, the venture capital firm that made the seed investment or, or that led the seed investment in Upland, uh, and then they just uh, joined the board as well uh, right now.
1: Oh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, Thank me later. What are you looking forward to in
0: 2022? Oh, muted. I am looking forward to uh, essential burns. What the hell is essential burns and why are you spamming it? Like you've said it a hundred times. What, what about essential burns? Is there anything you tell us about essential burns? So TM will leave chat alone.
1: Oh, I was going to make him sweat it out another couple minutes, but okay. Oh, gosh.
2: (laughs) I don't want his head
1: to explode. He's going to have a hernia. Like you're burning Uh, 10 of them, right? Just like 10 essentials.
2: For the sake of TM, you know, burning essentials is the means to make replicas of mementos. So, again, in the pyramid of upland legits, at the base, we have the essentials. We have the essential variants, which are a bit more scarce. Uh, and then above them are the replicas and then the mementos. Uh, so replicas are still a missing part because once we introduce the burning mechanics, the gamification around it, that would allow you to start to use essentials in order to make replicas of mementos.
0: Oh, he means the unsold... Yeah, I think they're just getting burned. All the packs that don't get sold just get burned, yeah?
2: Oh, I was assuming you were talking about burning I th- I essentials to make replicas. Too. Yeah, yeah.
0: But apparently he's yeah. talking about year-end burn, so...
2: Well, the year-end burn. There's no burn because they were never issued. So again, uh, uh, they're just not going to anything that did not get sold for 2020. Actually, by tomorrow at the end of day, uh, will not get minted. For essentials, to. this is not. This doesn't hold for mementos. So the way it works, mementos that actually uh, participate in primary markets, they're not going to be minted if they didn't get minted in time. But anything that predates the launch of primary markets uh, will probably still get its chance to be sold. Bandit.
1: Interesting. Okay. There's still 10,000 so, essential bundles out there right now.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think, I'll be surprised if any memento, I picked up a uh, another superstar pack today just in case. I might pick up another Superstar pack. Let's see what's left. Um, I think that those will sell. Let's see here. There's only 28 Superstar. The 56 postseason Superstar bundles, I think, are going to be 1.3 million is pretty high.
2: Yeah, and keep in mind, essentials were never designed to be sold out. Like You you can look at it. When we introduce uh, the 2021 essentials, for example, you can mint as many as you want. It's capped in time, not in Quantity, uh, so uh, so again, uh, the metaphor here is that the time uh, limit for 2020 essentials is December 31st, uh, 2021.
0: Do we have the price on what a 2021 essential will cost?
2: We absolutely do. Uh, we just haven't made it public yet. <laughs>
0: What kind of answer? Like, yep, but we ain't telling you. Uh,
2: that's what he I'm said. Just sh- I'm just shitting with you. <laughs>
0: wait, yeah, but, wait. but
2: it's, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, again, it's it, uh, the, the essentials are going to be very affordable. And, and again, they're going to be what's, what's
0: very affordable?
2: I I mean, I, you know, I don't have the exact numbers in front of my eyes, but it, it's, you know, I think it starts, like, in the, uh, you know, single-digit thousands of Apex, uh, and then okay. depending, on the, depending on the player tier.
0: Gotcha. Okay. But again,
2: don't I? I don't have the numbers in front of my eyes. So if I'm if I'm somehow wrong, I just don't want to make yeah, people freak out.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean that would be. I mean that's interesting because I'm curious. I mean right now you can get ten essentials for um, twelve thousand, so it's like twelve hundred an essential.
2: Yeah, yeah, but again, keep in mind when we utilize uh, the bundle mechanics, which again I'm. You know, I, I always prefer gamification uh, as opposed to uh, bundles. But when you do get a bundle, there is a discount associated with the uncertainty of what you're getting. Uh, so you can expect, oh, that yes. the, you know, when, when you have a targeted purchase and you know exactly what you're getting, you you are basically paying the natural price of the item uh, undiscounted.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I'm hoping, I want to be as expensive as possible, honestly. As someone who's bought a lot of 20 20- 20 essentials the more expensive the 2021 essentials are the better it is for me so i'm okay make them 10,000 a piece it doesn't bother me <sighs>
1: so all right you happy now tm
0: there we go satiated the monster in chat and honestly if it was anybody else except for tm i wouldn't have bothered to ask because he has been so annoying about it. But TM has literally been to probably a hundred of the 112 shows. So live. Yeah.
1: So I appreciate that. And he does bring a following with them each week live. So uh, I always appreciate that. I mm. mean,
0: is, do, do his crabs really count?
1: Uh, well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. We're not talking about Vegas. All
1: right. <laughs> uh, what else do you have for read on there? Thank me later.
0: Um, da, 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 da. I think that was it bundles Just trying to go through my, my head. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, for next year. I'm excited for the love that the block explorers are going to be getting. Um, that's very exciting to me as a collector of block explorers. So,
2: Yeah. How many do you have? Like many? Uh, I
0: don't know. So many, I've, I've been buying a lot of, um, uh, block Explorers as well. I probably have one of the biggest collections now. It's not like a 100 or anything, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of Block Explorers.
2: So. Cool. Are you going to set up shop?
0: Uh, I got the outdoor decor. I'll probably partner. I know that the first round is like you can only sell your own, so I might partner with, um, obviously, there's a couple um couple people that I know that are running the Block Explorer, so partner with that. No Genesis ring. For the record, Dizzy, I have two Genesis rings. I just don't have the one that you have that was ridiculously priced anyway. So, oh. the, the Genesis ring. All right. Now, All right. Dizzy's that, got me. I, I don't have the golden Genesis ring. <laughs> Dizzy has that.
1: One, it wasn't ridiculously priced. The only reason you say it is because you do not have it. Because... You were one I of the know, first people I, I thought know. of when I saw that it was gone because I was contemplating making pulling <laughs> the trigger myself. I'm like, uh, did you get it? And you're like, no. And then it was dizzy. So Middle yeah.
0: of the night, sweating, <laughs> like palms sweating. Like, do I make this purchase? God, I don't want to make this purchase. And I'm thankful that Dizzy made the purchase, honestly. <laughs> oh boy, I might not have a fiance right now if I had made that purchase. Let's
1: just say that. I, I mean, think of it; it's one of one. It's the Genesis Ring. Come on oh, now, it, that was that sexy, was fairly
0: priced. It, yeah, it's a sexy, sexy ring for sure. Oh, so apparently I have. Uh, let's see here, eighty-four block explorers at the moment.
1: Nice. And TM, you only got fifty-seven. There you go.
0: Yeah, Block Explorers was a thing. And, again, I actually reached out. Anyhow, maybe you can help with this. I I need a list of, like, all of the non-director Block Explorers and, like, all the series. I was going to start putting it together, but it's so tedious. If the team has that output, because I would love to start making, like, a Beckett pricing guide of, like, here's, you know, kind of where the market is and um, stuff like that on the Block Explorers. Uh, Love to start doing some publications on that if we could get a list
2: yeah, it definitely should be doable for us.
0: Yeah, because I, I think, to me, the Block Explorer market is absolutely fascinating. It's a lot more controlled. I like pricing guides, but honestly, like, trying to do... I mean, we've spent so, many, so much time trying to figure out how to do, like, a Zillow-type pricing for properties and up square value and collections and neighborhoods, it's just, there's so many unique factors um, where I think grading and evaluating a block explorer will be a lot easier uh, to manage from a pricing perspective.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, this is also part of the rationale when we're looking into, we, we get a lot of time, the question of when will players be able to design uh, their own block explorers, kind of like an own manufactured block explorers. But block explorers is a thing where we kind of like, uh, we want to control the availability uh, and the kind of like uh, supply number uh, for them. Uh, just as they have like uh, all these extra also utilities to them uh, as well. So, um, you know, as as there are a lot of NFTs that are destined to become user generated content, such as uh, outdoor decor items or, you know, structure ornaments and uh, and other things as well. uh, I think block explorers will remain in the foreseeable future, uh, something that is generated by the team.
0: Yeah. And I I know that that's probably going to be, you know, controversial to a lot of people who want to design uh, block explorers, uh, I actually, I'm probably on the other side, I actually like this. I mean, most games that you play, especially, like, the main icons, it's easier for it to be controlled uh, by a centralized system. Uh, are there still opportunities to do, like, artist spotlights and stuff like that? Because, I mean, we did a couple of those in 2021 um, where people who had some really unique block explorers had the opportunity to be showcased and created. Um, is Do you think, like, opportunities yeah. like that would
2: be available? And again, don't get me wrong. So again, especially as more and more, uh, you know, players join Upland and become and become Uplanders, there's going to be a requirement to add more of these block uh, Explorers into the ecosystem. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be, you know, competitions and collaborations and opportunities for people to design, to design their own. It just means that it's going to be gated uh, by the team.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. I, and I think that that's fair. Um, and as a collector, it makes it a lot easier if I know that it's going to be shank- sanctioned and controlled and, and regulated. Um, as a collector, it makes me feel a lot better about that investment, knowing that it is kind of curated and not just, uh, you know, willy-nilly, so to speak. Huh. Cool. I'm jazzed. Yeah, i got to get to 100 block explorers now.
1: And TM's uh, soliciting offers now because he wants to put <laughs> you in the corner.
0: Whatever. <laughs> so, Talk to me when you have a complete set of Artist Spotlight, then you can come talk to me.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, one of one. I got all of them for the Spotlight one. Good Be luck. On.
1: Now you're boring,
2: Dizzy. I, I, I can tell you that I, I have seen some of the designs that the Block Explorer owners put together for their shops, and, you know, these look amazing. So really, really excited to see that hit uh, hit the market.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of those previews man. I people are doing some cool stuff. I I cannot wait for this content to be in the game. It's going to not just like the the functionality and new features but even just like the personality. This is really going to start to shape I think the community of the game and the personality of this game moving forward and i think the meta ventures is a cornerstone to that so i think that's probably an important call out too that this is going to be a big year for um community and kind of sense of style
2: for the game agreed
1: and then Idan, thank you so much for your time spent with us today do you have anything for us before we let you get out of here
2: no, just wish everybody and everybody listening a, a happy new year. And, uh, and again, beyond everything else, just, you know, stay safe and, you know, keep healthy. And uh, there's a, you know, situation going on in the world that the world needs to overcome. And looking forward to see, you know, maybe we can do Genesis Week uh, in person this year. So really rooting Ooh. for that.
1: Oh, I like that. Nice. I like that.
0: I feel like if you own the Genesis property, you should get free tickets to the Genesis event. I'm not, you know, just saying in general. I don't know who necessarily owns that property, but like, I feel like that would be a fitting, you know, addition to the owner of that property.
2: Them and a so guest. Really well. Is that before? Is that before? After you sold it for two point five million?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly it. I'm just gonna be like, look, free tickets for life. Come on now.
2: (laughs) All right, guys. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure Uh, as always. Thank you so much for joining
1: us. Um, Cheers, guys. Bye bye. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's like, all right, I'm getting harassed for free stuff. I'm (laughs) out of here. Get it. Done with this.
1: Uh, But yeah, don't forget to stick around for the after show because it's a great time to interact with, uh, bunch of different players here in upland um we do thank you don for the time and the upland team they're always very gracious when we ask for uh support from the team somebody always comes on to talk so we do appreciate that um and we look forward to a wonderful 2020 a lot of exciting stuff how pumped are you thank me later
0: i'm pretty pumped honestly like i mean those of you who have consistently listened to the show know like my enthusiasm to be fair is kind of Uh, you know, wavered a little bit, I'm, you know, kind of in a wait and see pattern. Uh, But you know, with these new deliveries coming up, and, you know, talk of this expansion of the third party APIs and stuff, I go, hey, 2022 could be a very impactful year, um, you know, for what what a lot of us have been waiting for from Upland.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm pumped and you know it's it's different from the roadmap we read in 2020 when we started but i'm very excited where we're at and where it's going and i look forward to that now yeah we can transition to the upland fantasy league. Hey, it's quicker because we're into the playoffs. Um, I squeaked out a victory over Max Leifer sixty nine, one hundred seven to one hundred three. China Cats beat T Davis, one hundred twenty to ninety. So, I'll be facing off against China this week for the championship, and Max servers and T Davis will be playing for third place. Nichiren beat Franklin Bombers by a crushing one forty five to ninety five, and. Payne Hurts beat Mars, Utah 99 to 70. So Payne Hurts and Nietzsche will be playing and Franklin and Mars will be playing. So that finishes that out. So one last week in the, uh, upland fantasy league.
0: Nice.
1: And then, uh, 2020, where we, uh, Thank me later, myself, for working out some of the details behind the scene. But we'll be looking to start uh, using a new platform for the live audience and streaming video live each week, too. Um, so that's what we're looking forward there too. And uh,
0: what do you think about sound? I've been I've been trying to get I got to get a soundboard. I want to get a soundboard
1: for some, you know, fun stuff. I, I do have a soundboard, but then, yeah, we'll, we'll work on that, too. I like it. Mm. Ooh, that's not nice. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Last show of 2021.
0: No. Oh, here's the 2022,
1: eh? Oh, and you know, neither of us made this show explicit. What the no, It was God, Edan. Almost. He dropped he dropped what? it. Yeah. You missed it. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. He made it explicit. He dropped the S bomb. He's
0: the S-bomb? Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, his exotic accent. He could say no wrong to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But everybody be safe if you're uh, out on uh, New Year's Eve. Enjoy. Be safe. Call for a ride. Call a friend. Um, so, yeah. Everybody enjoy. Be safe. And we'll talk to you early next year.
0: It's the Offix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later. And you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then locking iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling.